Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And, surprise, we're not talking about football tonight. We are going to talk about Arizona basketball and some uh, preseason info. By the time you're listening to this, uh, maybe, Tommy Lloyd and players are taking the podium at Pac-12 Media Day at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, but we figured um, instead of summing up the football press conferences and all that, we're going to talk some Pac-12 Media Day, then we'll preview Washington State later in the week. And all that jazz. There's a lot going on. A lot going on, baby. Uh, but we're here to keep you informed about all of your Arizona football and basketball needs. All your needs, baby. <laughs> what do you need, baby? Uh, so we'll start with the uh, basketball stuff for this podcast. Let's go over your Pac-12 preseason teams first. What Arizona players did you include and why? I'm glad you asked, baby. Are you going to do this bit the whole time? Uh, nope. Okay, so I included two Arizona players, and I think one Dos. of them surprised a few people. Um, actually, I, I think that three Arizona players. Uh, number one, Umar Balo. Um, you know, I, I think Umar is... It, it's going to be between him and Nafali Dante for the best center in the conference. Um, I think Umar, if he puts up the numbers I expect him to put up, is going to challenge for... Pac-12 player of the year. Um, there's probably a couple guys that, you know, Umar was a no-brainer. Uh, Kashad Johnson, I've said this before, I think Kashad Johnson is a sleeper for Pac-12 player of the year just because he's going to get a lot of points in transition. Great rebounder, great defender. And I think, you know, it. San Diego State used him in, a, in an effective way. But I think Arizona's coaching staff is going to use him in a way, I know Arizona's coaching staff, is going to use him in a way that opens up his game a little bit more. And I think that his numbers, I mean, he only averaged seven and five last year. And at first glance, that doesn't look great. Um, I legitimately think he could average close to 14 and 10 this year because of his athleticism, the way Arizona's offense operates, and all that. I think the third player may surprise a few people. Um, Caleb Love. Now, I'm not, as I said... When Arizona landed him, I wasn't a big Caleb Love guy. I'm not going to pretend like I'm a huge Caleb Love fan now. Um, Tommy Lloyd, as I said before, said basically that his belief is like Arizona was really good. When you look at the ability to win a title and all that, a lot of times it's the difference as a player like Caleb Love. Um, if you take last year against Princeton when there was no one that was willing to take a guy off a dribble, a Jaden Bradley, a Caleb Love, those guys would have made an enormous difference last year um, when the going got tough and Kirk Creesa and even Kylan Boswell a little bit kind of backed up and, and weren't aggressive. Um, I have no question Caleb Love is always aggressive. Like sometimes he's so aggressive he puts up 20 shots a game. I feel like in this offense, you know, Hubert Davis, when you watch North Carolina, you can't figure out what offense they're trying to run. Arizona, when you watch it, you know that it's going to be a very good offensive team almost every year under Tommy Lloyd. I just think that Caleb Love in this system, while it may not be the most efficient at times, the reality is with these Pac-12 teams and with league teams and all that, efficiency isn't the biggest deal. 
And so I think that Caleb Love's numbers are going to be pretty solid. I like his overall approach. You know, you have to show it on the court, saying it is one thing, showing it is another. Um, but I like the overall approach uh, that that he's taken so far in the offseason, and I, and I think he's going to have a nice year. Interesting, especially because we all know kind of how you felt about him. I, I actually like it, though. I approve. I didn't necessarily love Caleb. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I'm sure you're the only person who's ever made that joke of all time. It wasn't a joke, Shelby. I was completely serious. Really? Mm-hmm. Are there any misses that you felt the media as a general group had? I think that they're... I'm trying to say this in a nice way. Don't say it nice. Well, no. I, I think that there's certain media people that put in a little more work into these teams than others or know more. Like me personally, I think I know a lot about Pac-12. And there's a couple players on this list, and we'll get to this in a minute, that maybe I had that other people didn't have. And I fully recognize that, and I'll explain that in a minute. Um, but when I look at the role he played and the jump and, and all that, Kashaw Johnson didn't even get honorable mention. Boo. Um, to me, that was uh, that was a bit surprising. Um, you know, I didn't. I, I have him as first team. Like I, I think he's he's that good. Um, but you know, it, even if if you didn't have him um, first team, even if you didn't have him second team, uh, he still belonged, in my opinion, at least, he still belonged in an honorable mention, right? And so uh, that was kind of of weird to me. Um, the only one that made honorable mention was Pella. That actually surprised me. I didn't have Pella on my first or second team um, just because I didn't want four Wildcats. I thought about possibly putting Pella or Boswell ahead of Caleb Love and decided not to, but I just assumed based on what he's earned and the attention and what Tommy Lloyd has said about him in the past that, that Pella would be on the team. I'm a, I'm a little surprised he's not. Um, you know, when you just take a look, he was a sixth man of the year in 2022. Last year, he wound up starting too many games, so he wasn't. Um, but I, to me, I think at the end of the year, we're going to look back and say, where did Kashaw Johnson come from? Like, why didn't other media recognize that he would make this jump? I am completely serious. I wouldn't predict him to win the Pac-12 Player of the Year, but he is absolutely one of my few sleeper picks. It would not surprise me if he emerged in that role and had a really big year. Um, at the very least, he deserved honorable mention, which I believe in this case is five votes or more. So that means that not even five people felt he belonged on the first or second team. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we're all going to mark this moment when you predicted this because you're pretty darn good at it. Oh, give me just right saying. Now. I'm just saying. Oh, giving you some flowers. Show you what else I'm good at. Um, Writing. Keep it clean. Sleeping. Mr. Shear. Um, also being a good dad. Driving our also, kids around all the time. shout out my guy Justin Spears. Uh, waking up at 7 a.m. when I don't need to. The kids are on spring break. and No, fall break. Fall break. My, my guy Spears said, I need you. And I said, I got you. So okay. you're, you're going to be on the radio at 7.30 with I got Justin. You yep. <laughs> I'm telling everyone my Just, I've been on that radio, but I don't remember being on that early. Well, he moved to the morning. 
Oh, okay. That's what it is. Good human. I know. I, I just want to take a minute here. Okay. Actually. Mm-hmm. On the football board, we're not getting to the Elijah cr- rushing bullshit. Drama. We're not doing that. But there are a couple comments about my guy Spears and how he covers Tucson stuff. And it was it was very minimal. But there's a couple. And uh, I want to tell the, the streets that Spears was off limits. Spears is off limits. He's a good dude. Consider He's him a literally friend. a saint, and he <laughs> owes me his life because I saved his life yeah, last year. That's right. Uh, but he's a good person. Uh, anyone else in the media? No, I'm kidding. There's a couple. <laughs> uh, I like everyone. I'm a nice boy. But, yeah. I just... Let's try to leave, except for Greg Hansen. Let's try to leave except for Greg the local press out of it. I actually like the majority of the local guys. That's because Greg is a... What is it? Southern Utah fan? What but is... I don't even I don't even consider Greg's done. Greg pretty much got fired. Greg's gone. I, I don't know if I can say that, but whatever. He just did. That's why he only does a Sunday notebook. Like he's done. Nice. Oh, I love that you just spilled some tea right there. Thanks, yeah. babe. Whatever. Um, you heard it here, folks. Also, I, we're just gonna stop in the middle of the podcast. I told Jason that there was a new hire that was walked around work yesterday and uh he was introduced by his boss and said, like, oh, this is Shelby, and she does our events for Miranda. And he said, I know who you are. I listen to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. So shout out to you, John. Team Miranda, welcome to the team. You just screamed. You did your Brock Osweiler right there. You I did. scream I did. as loud as you can. Right? Like, no volume control. Yogi um, Roth and Ted Robinson on the football call. Okay. All right. Never mind. Anyway, okay. Anyway, we, it's so hard not to talk about football, but we're going back to basketball. Anyways, were there any difficulties putting the list together? Yeah, so like I mentioned, uh, Shelby, that's your name. Uh, Actually, it's it's Miss Sheer to you. Like, if I put Boswell or, or Pella, I could have easily made a case, but I didn't want to have four Wildcats. Um, I think I surprised people. I don't think Cal's going to be very good, although they're my potential surprise team. I put Jalen Tyson on the team, and I don't think he even made... Uh, honorable mention. I like Jalen Tyson a lot. When he was at Texas Tech, he averaged ten and six, uh, and assists uh, shot forty eight percent. Really good defensively, really athletic. I like Jalen Tyson quite a bit, which is why I put him. And I think the other guy that I had was uh, was Kashad Johnson. I'm trying to remember. I'm just gonna look it up live on air. Because it's going to bother me. Okay. Who I, oh, Kobe Johnson. I didn't put Kobe Johnson on there. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't even think about putting Kobe Johnson on there. I like Kobe Johnson as a defender. Uh, I think he's atrocious offensively. I just don't think he... I mean, I know he averaged nine points and five boards. But um, I don't know. I think he's solid. I just think there's better players. Um, Jordan Pope is another one I didn't have. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I put Lazar... I put Lazar Stavanovic, right? Uh, I put Lazar because I think he's going to go nuts for UCLA. Uh, not nuts, but I think he's going to be very good. The practice reports have been good. Um, I mean, this is a guy, he had 10 points, three rebounds, three assists last year. Um, but UCLA is going to need him to score. Uh, I, I don't believe that anything with Oregon State should be on any basketball team. They're awful. I know Jordan Pope is decent, but he kind of whatever to me. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it is hard. Like, there's certain guys, like, here's how you got to remember putting together a team. Like, Keon Brooks in Washington, for instance, Shelby, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want him on Arizona. He's too efficient, not my type of player. That doesn't mean he's not one of the 15 better players in the league, right? 
Um, KJ Simpson isn't efficient, whatever. Like he's still, and so to me, I thought that there were 10 that were really easy. Like I thought Umar was easy. Carlson, Dante, Boogie, Kashad Johnson, I thought was easy. Uh, Bona was easy. Uh, you know, Spencer Jones, I thought was easy. Some people disagreed with it, but at the end of the day, when, when you look at Stanford, who's, who's going to suck again, um, and you look at Spencer Jones, what he did for Stanford last year, it's hard not to put a guy on the team that averaged 14 and four last year. Like mm-hmm. it just, so just because I have him on this team doesn't mean that as a coach, I would personally take him. Um, I do think that the league is talented for the most part. Uh, there's still going to be some bad teams, but um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Usually I'm, I'm pretty quick with it, but I actually had to think this time a little bit. And we're so glad you did, sir. Thanks, Thank son. you so much for only, your dedication. I, I only like to think one hour a day. And also, you can't be accused of being a homer because you were very discerning. I almost, not picking all Wildcats. I almost voted Sean Miller preseason coach. That would have been perfect. But there is no preseason coach of the year. But Tommy Lloyd will win coach of the year, I assume. Okay. Yay. I like it. it. I agree. Um, all right. Well, the preseason poll will be unveiled by the time people listen to this. What team did you pick to finish first and why? So at one point, I, I had USC. I think I even went on Mike's show and I was like, I, I'm picking USC. The problem is Bronny James, his status being up in the air. Vince, I would choose your status. You know, you don't know if that back injury is going to come up and all that. I picked Arizona. Now, Would I realize you? that some people that are not Arizona fans are going to accuse me of being a homer. Whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think with Arizona, you look like you, you just break it down, right? Um, Kirk Creesa, I liked Kerr more than some others. But at the end of the day, Jaden Bradley is a better creator. Um, in terms of getting to the rim, and he's a better defender. Then you add Caleb Love um, off, you know, and, and he's probably better than Courtney Ramey, right? Then you add Kashad Johnson. Yes, he's not a Julius Tubelis, but he is a better rebounder. And who and, is the Julius Tubelis? Right, and he's a better rebounder, and he's a better defender. Pella comes back. Umar comes back. They add Crevis, who's really good. K.J. Lewis is better than most people thought. Um, and, and, you know, all of a sudden they have... I think the backcourt that they didn't have last year, they have some players that are older. Um, they have a lot more depth. They have legit depth at every position. And so that's to me when I went down the line and I said, okay, who would I be first? To be honest, the only two teams I really considered uh, was Arizona and USC. And, and I went with Arizona because I have less questions about their roster and the health of it, knock on wood, overall. Also, just ask yourself this, who – in this conference in its last year of existing is going to beat Arizona. Like who can beat Arizona? The question is pretty easy to answer. Maybe USC. Yeah. I mean, it's just, well, that kind of leads into our next question. Nice. Look at that segue. Um, What about the next few teams? Right. So I talked about Arizona and USC. Oregon, I like the roster. I like, obviously, Dante's a beast. Uh, Jackson Shellstad to me is a guy where uh, here's a note that uh, maybe I don't know if anyone knows, but uh, there's a very good chance that Arizona could have landed Jackson Shellstad, but they had a guy named uh, Kylan Boswell on their team and they were not going to play together. So Kylan Boswell, you know, so be it. The thing with Oregon is similar to 
what I said uh, with USC. I don't know how good Mookie Cook is going to be. Uh, Jermaine Cuisinart does nothing for me as a player. Kwame Evans, I don't know how good he's going to be. Cario Quendo can't shoot. Um, you know, so there's guys where when you look at rosters, they may have individual talent, but that doesn't mean that they're going to mesh. And Oregon has had problems meshing um, in the last couple of years. UCLA, to me, has a high ceiling. Like, I, I understand if they wind up finishing better than fourth. I don't like Dylan Andrews as their guard. I don't think he's it. When your best score in your five is Lazar Stefanovic, that's probably an issue. Ade Mara is going to be good. He's not strong enough right now. That may not be something he could fix his freshman year. Uh, the, the French wing they have, I don't know how to pronounce his name, not great offensively, super athletic, though. Um, I just I, I think that when you look at Cronin and international players early on, is he going to have that patience? Because the, when you look at roster construction, it's not great. Like, it's just that's what I look at. Like, I don't know if their guards are going to be good enough. After that, to me, it was kind of a crapshoot. I, I posted this. If I had to do it over again, I would move teams. Uh, I put ASU way too high. Uh, you know, I, I thought that, you know, I, I, I think Cal, I have them 10th. I have Utah 11th. I'd probably put them higher. I think Cal's the sleeper team in the conference. Um, I really like what Mark Matson did with their roster. I like Adwaz. I like um, uh, Tyson. You know, I, I, I like, I, I, I think... Cal made some awful hires. I think Matson is, you know, I, but but you look at him again, like I think Devin Askew is a very good. Jalen Cohn is decent, but they have talent. I mean, they have enough talent more compared to last year. They have Fardoz, Emac, they have Jalen Tyson. You know, they, they have guys. Ronnie Brown is a, is a nice freshman that can shoot the ball a little. So it wouldn't surprise me. They got Keontae Kennedy, um, who's who's decent. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they did better than expected. But... Um, to me, there's really only four teams that have the potential to win this conference, and UCLA is probably a long shot, and Oregon probably is too. Um, that's just that's just how I feel about it, Shelby. Uh, your feelings are valid. I think I kind of answered the next question already. Wonderful. We're just leading right into the next thing. I think I already did it. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Are there any you aren't confident in yeah. when it comes to your ranking? Yeah, I already answered that. ASU, I had, I should have had lower. I think Utah is probably better. I'm not a fan of their roster, but they won't finish 11th. Um, I know that John Rothstein was trying to hire, hype up Washington's roster. They're still coached by Mike Hopkins at the end of the day. Cal's my team where... Like, I could see Cal finishing as high as six in the conference. That It really wouldn't surprise me. I, I like Matson and I like what they did with their roster uh, in the offseason. I don't think they'll finish that high, but it wouldn't be the most shocking thing. All right. Well, there you go. We got some basketball preseason analysis. And I know people are asking me about recruiting. So even though we don't have a question, I'm going to give a little, a little update. Um, Zoom Diallo is indeed scheduled to take an official visit next weekend. It is a situation where I will believe that Zoom Diallo takes an official visit to Arizona when his plane lands and he gets off it. And that's not a knock on Zoom. It's just how his recruitment is going. I mean, there's rumors that he's going to commit to a school this weekend. Uh, obviously, if he commits to a school this weekend, it's not going to be Arizona. He's going to want to take that other visit. It would be USC or Gonzaga or Washington. Um, 
I, I like Zoom. He's a great kid. I think he's actually too good of a kid because the reason he hasn't committed, from what I understand and from what people around him say, is he, like he doesn't want to say no to a school. Like this, is, this isn't him like dragging out the process because he wants the biggest bag or whatever. And sure, he's going to get paid. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Washington, for instance, offered him a ton of money on the visit, and he didn't commit right away because I, I think that this is a case of a kid that legitimately doesn't know where he wants to go. Um, in terms of 2024 recruiting, that's probably the only guy on the radar domestically. And then I would assume there's international guys that I don't know about. And part of that depends on who leaves and, and who comes back next year. Wow, thanks. That was uh, kind of a freebie right there. Hey. You got to take care of the people. I'm very easy. Going. <laughs> easy to please. And easy, not easy. Anyways. Easy like son Before Jason starts singing in earnest i think we'll close it there and we will have a washington state preview yes and probably some like comments on you know coach yeah we'll, stuff yeah we'll uh very technical term coach stuff yeah we'll break down the quarterback situation and all that and then maybe we'll touch on where arizona finished maybe they won't be picked to fit it's going to be usc arizona that's my guess one of those is going to be picked to finish first in the conference Mm, well, I hope so. I think I have my. I think I have the four. My guess, and again, I by the time you're hearing this, it may already be out. I'm going Arizona, USC, UCLA, Oregon as a preseason poll. Okay, we'll find out very soon. Yeah. Until then, stay safe out there and bear down. What does the news say? Do you know where your kids are? Also, just a really quick shout out because we like to wrap local. And we do this on occasion, but we ate at a really great restaurant tonight. And we have an affinity for Mexican food. La Yaquesita. La Yaquesita. It's on 4th Avenue, 4th and 6th. Good people, I think. Really, really good food, great service. It's not, I mean, like, it's really one of those places you want good, reliable Mexican food. Also much better because we were without our kids. And it was amazing. We recommend going kidless.